Mom Training Podcast with Diana Ballard. Hey ladies, welcome to the Mom Training Podcast. Today we're going to talk about anger. Now, this is something that has kind of a bad rep of anger is so bad, but actually it's something that's natural that everyone experiences. So how can we take that and channel it into something good, right? How can we be able to um, understand what we're feeling and how to utilize it in a, a positive manner and be calm in our daily interactions with our family and our children and in our home. So today we're going to have Dr. Marlis Hubner from Germany actually join us to talk to us. She is an anger relief coach. And uh, Marlis, welcome to the podcast. We would love to have you introduce yourself and, and welcome to um, chat with us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a real pleasure to, to be here. So yeah, I'm, my background is actually in, uh, in science. I do have a PhD in psychiatric disorders from the University of Cambridge, where I looked very deep into our psyche, especially of, of those of people with uh, bipolar disorder and uh, schizophrenia. And, you know, my passion is really to deconstruct the human and understand the human being on a, on a deeper level to the point like what makes us really tick and why do we do certain things and uh, quite frankly you know it, it comes from a personal drive because i used to be monster mommy you know <laughs> with lots of um unpretty anger outbursts so that's kind of um what got me to be here wow that's amazing now i we've actually never talked about this specifically on the podcast so i'm really excited um so why don't you tell us a little bit about what you have learned about mom anger and, and cause you know, it's real, it's misunderstood and there's a lot of things that, that trigger it and bring it on. So tell us a little bit about, um, like what, what you've learned about that so that, that moms can feel like they they can connect with that. So most moms that actually um, feel they have anger issues and then come to, to work with me, and quite frankly, I was exactly in that same, same state, is like they fundamentally believe there's something wrong with them and that they are not normal. And because they have this uncontrolled uh, outbursts towards their children, especially when their children trigger them, and the kids trigger the heck out of us, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they feel they need to do better and um, they feel there's something fundamentally wrong with them and they should be able to control this because they're the adult in the room and so they feel you know they're destroying their kids quite frankly there's a lot of fear and anxiety that comes up with the anger that if they have this kind of uncontrolled blow-ups, you know, that you, you can see. I mean, I've been there. I've seen the scary eyes of my children. And in that moment, you stand there and you go like, oh my God, I'm scarring these kids for life, right? And so what I've learned and what I really, really want you to understand this, there's absolutely nothing, nothing wrong with you. Um, because anger is actually, it's a tip of the iceberg, right? Anger is 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 a mask and it masks all the hurt that you actually carry underneath with you we just don't know that and so that hurt is what i like to call unprocessed emotions because if you think about it as children 
or like in general, in society, we're not supposed to show emotions, right? We we label emotions as these, these terrible things, kind of like the bad things, unless you're like, you know, happy and joyful. But all the other emotions is almost like we, we just we just want to get rid of them. Right. But that's not how it works from a human uh, science perspective, because emotions don't go anywhere. And if we and most of us haven't, I have not, and I'm sure you have not, we have not learned how to really properly read these emotions, what to do with them and how to, how to deal with them. And because we don't know how to do it, we also cannot teach our children. And that's why they, that's why they basically trigger us. Yeah. Well, so when you've worked with moms, so say that the anger is the tip of the iceberg, what kind of stuff is underneath, right? Like what, what kind of emotional things are they not processing? Is it stuff from childhood? Is it just like the way, like they've learned to process their emotions? I'm just curious, like what, what might be fueling that anger? So usually it's um, way more painful emotions that we literally do everything to try to avoid to feel them. So this can be anything around sadness. Uh, There could be grief underneath. There is a lot of anxiety usually, a lot of fear. Uh, There could be even depression. So it's a lot of this. If you think about anger, anger is actually a powerful emotion. Because what anger does is it usually comes up in moments when you are irritated and frustrated and you feel helpless. And so because you feel helpless, anger for a second makes you feel powerful, right? And it makes you feel like you're taking back control. But that's not, again, that, that's just the mask, right? And it's, and it's because underneath there's all these way lower vibrating emotions. Every emotion has certain frequencies they vibrate on. And it's the, this really low vibration, like sadness. We don't want to sit in sadness. We don't want to sit in anxiety. So what we do is, right, we, we either take medication or we start meditating. And we, what I, what I like to say is we, so there's a lot of gunk underneath the anger. And I like to call it the garbage. You know, it's like you have all this gunk in your garbage. And what most of us do is they run to anger management classes or meditation or therapy. I have so many moms that come and it's like, oh my God, I've done therapy for years and I I still have all this anger. How is this possible? It's because all these techniques don't work with clearing out the gunk. They Mm -hmm. basically work in a way that you just spray that perfume over your garbage and yes, you know, it does work. It will work for a short period of time, but the gunk will come back because that's how emotions work. They don't go anywhere. They're stuck in your body. If you have not managed to really fully allow yourself to feel that emotion, if we don't do that, they're actually stuck in our bodies and they can cause a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of things. <laughs> you mentioned there that we need to feel those emotions. Now, I mean, just, we might be scared to go under that water and like figure out like, Hey, what's in there. Right. You know? And like the, the idea of having to feel all those painful things can be really scary sometimes, you know? Cause, and I think that's why a lot of anger builds up and maybe the bottom of that iceberg gets even bigger is because 
we keep pushing it down and pushing it down. And then you hear people that like explode. Right. And like, <laughs> I mean, I do it sometimes too, where it's just, I, I continue to like, okay, well, I, I didn't get done what I wanted to, and I didn't take care of myself today, but it's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. And then I, I put it away and I, I put it away. And then all it takes is like one moment of like snapping and like a whole bunch of that stuff comes yeah. up. Right. Yeah. So how do you feel like mom's process can process some of those things? Like, I guess for the mom, that's kind of concerned about, you know, and being nervous about, um, about tapping into those emotions, like what, what would you say to them? And like, how would they start to tap into those? I, I know working with you, it would be amazing, but like, you know, what is like a first step that they can do, uh, to start, um, digging into that? So uh, honestly, I, I really do not recommend to do it on your own because you just said it at the very beginning. It is scary. It is scary. We have such a wrong understanding about emotions because we label our emotions, right? Anxiety is labeled with panicking thoughts, right? Sadness is labeled with um, lots of like deathly thoughts almost like, right? So it's like your body has been conditioned to not go there by yourself. So what people will tell you is like, yeah, well, you just have to sit in the emotion, but it doesn't quite work that way because emotions are not logical. They don't actually yeah. make it. They don't make any sense. And that's the very first thing that you, that you have to start changing. It's changed the perspective about your emotion, which is like, okay, so I'm feeling whatever is coming up and it's just like, start to get curious. What is it trying to tell me? What is this emotion trying to tell me? What's really being hurted? What's not working the way I want it to work? But what we do is like, you know, you said it, it's like we start labeling and we go down the rabbit hole without even knowing because that's our thoughts that come then and start redirecting our emotions. So what we have to do, and for those of you who actually, you said tapping, so that's actually a technique that we are using, which is called emotional freedom uh, technique, except that I personally don't teach it the way it's been taught because he, here is what, what, again, emotions are not logical. And so you need to have a certain script of saying certain things mm -hmm. so the emotion can actually be fully released what tapping does is it so emotions are created in your non-rational part of the brain in your limbic system your thoughts are created in your prefrontal cortex right and so what tapping will do is is when you tap on your meridian points in your body it stimulates that non-rational part of your brain together with the right combination of the words to actually allow yourself to really, uh, it, it's, it's a chemical release. An emotion is nothing else than, you know, energy, emotion, and, and a chemical release that needs to happen and kind of uh, go through your body and leave your body, and then it will be gone. And that's the nice thing. So the next time you get triggered, like the emotion will not cloud your rational thinking. And that's just, that's just really amazing. And it's, 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 it's really hard to explain because like it's, people will tell you it's just very different. They just feel very different. They can see the exact same trigger. Like, let's say your child is going completely, you know, crazy and they're throwing a tantrum. And yesterday you were screaming and yelling at them because you just didn't know a better way. 
And then you go through this tapping process and like two days later, you're like, oh, I'm totally calm. Like, oh my God, I can see my child is completely flipping out and losing it, but I can now meet him from a place of love mm. and compassion. And when we are able to do that, then we build a totally different relationship with our children. But in order to get there, we have to like start realizing emotions are not bad or good. They are just energy in motion, basically. They're, they're label free. So observe them, be curious. Don't be so hard to yourself. It's not about black and white, right? We are like so hard to ourselves all the time. And it's, 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 yeah, I mean, I do it, you know, <laughs> I do it as well, because we're just so used to it. We're so programmed to it. So observe them with curiosity. I think that's a really good start. Yeah, no, I, I totally, I love that. I, I, um, I'm definitely going to try that myself and see like, you know, like what it is and where I think it's coming from and being curious about it and not completely shutting them down. Now, about anger, I have a question about, do you feel like there are positive times when anger, you know, shows its head, right? It comes out. Um, the reason I say that is <clears throat> I know for me, a lot of things have changed in my life when I finally get mad enough at like the result that something's giving me. Right. So, you know, if I am, for example, I just, we just like cleaned out the whole craft area in our house because, we were literally having to clean up just buckets that the baby would dump like all day, right? Every single day. And so then I cleaned it all out because I was mad enough. I was like, I am not going to continue to do this. Like I keep getting angry at my kids. And um, so, you know, I'm, I'm done with this area. And so we like got rid of half of it and put it in different things. So the baby can't dump it out. And, and that was like, I was done. I was, I was mad enough at that situation that like something positive changed and came out of it. So do you, do you feel like there are moments when anger can be a positive thing that helps like propel positive change? I just love your thoughts on that. Absolutely. And that's a really beautiful example that you just gave because anger is an activation energy. It is the behavior that usually comes after the anger, which is why we consider anger as such a terrible thing. Anger itself is not a terrible thing. It has its absolute right to exist because it is an activation energy. If you feel something in the world is happening, like in politics, for example, that you just consider super unfair, it's absolutely okay to have that emotion and feel the anger the question just becomes, again, how are you going to use it? Are you going to make do something smart with it? Or are you just going to allow the anger to overrun you and then maybe make a bad choice? Um, but anger itself, absolutely, it's needed. And I mean, even today, I do get angry at my children and I will tell them if I, for example, feel like they treat me unfairly but I won't yell at them anymore or I won't shame at them anymore. Like that's what I would do in the past, right? I would just blurt out of me totally uncontrolled and I would go, you know, like, I don't even, I mean, I don't want to go in there. I don't want to repeat it, but, but that's the big difference. That's the big difference. If you, if you, if you, again, if you, you become curious, you realize, oh my God, this is really triggering me. It makes me really angry, but you still pause and then you decide what you do with it. Yeah, 100%. So it's pretty much with the curiosity, it's learning 
how to use that as an activation tool and realizing like what is behind, you know, the, you know, for instance, the, the cleaning up the craft area, the, the motivation, the push behind that was that I didn't want to continue to get angry about that area at my children anymore. So that anger wanted to get rid of the other anger that was daily of, you know, that huge mess that I had to clean up. So, you know, that activation of that, the, the anger of wanting to have that area clean, cleared out like a whole area that triggered me, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Mind blown. I just put all that together. That was awesome. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just saw like, I utilized anger in a positive way that got rid of one of my triggers. Like a messy house for me is a huge trigger for me. Like, right. it, you know, the stuff everywhere, like that definitely is something that, um, that, that really gets me. And I'm sure it does a lot of other moms too. Oh, it's a, it's a huge trigger. And so usually what I will ask my moms is what does it say about you? Tell me more about that. So, well, let's, let's play a bit of a game, right? So what, what does it say about you? If you live in a messy house, what do you think it says about you? That that we can't do it, that we're incapable or that we don't know how to create a family team to help everybody work out together that we're slobs. Maybe we have too much stuff. I mean, I literally am going through this right now. So I'm like, yeah, like totally. That's, that's what I'm feeling. You know, when people come over unexpected and like the whole playroom is a disaster, which is our front room. We live in a really small house, which I love because we have to have less stuff, but it's like, it's very tight quarters, right? And it can get messy really, really fast. So yeah, you're right. It does. I think that's where a lot of our anger comes is because it makes us look bad in our eyes. Right. So that, what you just said, um, you know, it, it makes me look incapable. It makes me look like I don't have my stuff together. Like I can't do it. That's basically an emotional coding that you have inside of you. And so the messy house is just one way in your life of bringing that emotional coding to the surface, and then it will get triggered. There's probably other things in your life that will trigger the exact same emotional coding, like in other areas where you don't feel incompetent and all that stuff. And so what we then go and do, and so that's basically something you haven't fully allowed yourself to feel and processed yet. So it's it's what, what we want to do almost is like, you have to be sitting in this, well, I shouldn't be say sitting, but it's it's like, really feeling the pain of, oh my God, I'm so incapable. I'm so incapable. And when you do that together with the tapping, what will happen is that emotional coding will get, will get cleared. And so you actually don't feel incapable anymore. And then we replace it with, you know, with with something more kind of positive and more activating. And so what, what, what then happens is you, you just don't feel that trigger in different areas of your life. So a messy house is just one example, but I'm sure you have probably other examples where you could say, that's where I feel incapable. And so then you have a choice because you then react completely different to it. Now, it doesn't mean you're gonna live in a messy house because that's what a lot of people then feel, but you're just not gonna stress out about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, for, for like, and, and, and interestingly, like exactly the opposite happens. It's almost like, your kids start cooperating with you. They help you. The messy house like almost goes away on its own. 
Interesting. You, you know, you, you vibrate from a different inside out. So you just don't attract these things anymore. So I have to tell you, I'm mad now. <laughs> oh, Let's go because you just said that. I'm like, oh, what? Like that coding's doing what? Like back up, bro. Like, you know, like I, that totally makes sense to me. Like, and that, like, yeah. thank you for sharing that because like that, like puts it into perspective of how our like belief systems and thoughts, like I had, I had no idea that the coding inside of me of that I felt incapable in, in whatever ways was triggered by my house. So yeah, it's like, now I'm like, I want to dig and find out where the heck is that coding? Where's that belief? Cause I want to go get it. Like <laughs> that's my yeah. personality. I'm like, you, you show me a corner of that thing. I'm going to dig for it. And like, let's get it out of there. You know? Cause I don't yeah. have time. I don't have time for that crap. <laughs> like exactly. I but just, a lot, but you know, a lot of people, and that's absolutely normal. We don't make this connection. Yeah. We think, ah, oh, Jesus, it's a messy house and it's my kids and my husband not cleaning up and stuff. It's always everybody else. But and that's so, and again, it's super normal. Like 99% of humans do this all the time. But the problem with that is, it's like we actually constantly hand over our power on a plate to mm. other people, other situations. And so when we actually realize, oh, no, 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 wait, 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 the trigger is actually this is something to do with me and something inside of me that I need to get out of my body. It's like, it's magic. It's literally magic. Because you turn your life around 180 degrees. You see the world from a completely different perspective. And so that coming back to like our children, when your children freak out and have a really bad behavior, you actually train yourself to look underneath that behavior. And you will understand that there is something way more deeper, some sort of emotional coding that needs to get cleared as well. Interesting. And so that way you can also like flip it and, and help you know, the kids too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That like my mind just, <laughs> that's yeah. You are so right. Um, it's amazing that there are people like you that think this way they can help others pull out of it because without having that type of, like the type of training that you had, like, I, I definitely would not have thought that. And I mean, even, even just from us talking about this right now, like that anger that I just felt has turned in, like, I almost feel like it's like a, a little dove, like starting to like fly away because I'm okay. like, I'm like, yeah. you know, you're right. Like just because the house is messy sometimes doesn't mean that I'm doing a bad job. It, yeah, you know, exactly. and just what, what exactly can I change that into to not let it bother me as much? you know, and to, to kind of disarm that trigger. So, um, man, like, I'll tell you, like, I, I really do feel like a kind of a weight off my chest, even from that little moment right there. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Um, when you have moms that come to you and they feel like something's wrong with them. Cause I have felt that before when, you know, you're like, man, like, why am I getting so angry? But it's when I'm postpartum. It's when I'm not getting enough sleep. It's when like, like, do you feel like when moms have challenging times or they're not as well taken care of for whatever reason it might be, do you feel like that kind of opens it, opens it up for those emotions to come through because there's maybe not as much, um, I don't know, buffer 
between the the emotions that are hidden down or you know does it does it show more of the iceberg i guess is what i'm trying to say you understand what i'm trying yeah, to say no absolutely i mean and and you know if you think about i mean being a mom is the toughest job in the in um, on the on the planet if you ask me right because think about it no, you go and study for, you know, to become a doctor, you go and study to become a lawyer, you don't study how to become a mom, we're like expected to know all these things, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, there's a zillion of parenting books out there, but really, really, we know nothing. And but we believe it's supposed to come natural to us, because that's just what, you know, again, humans do. And again, that's also, it, it's a myth. It's not like, it's not like that. So we, you know, kind of, try our way through on by sacrificing our own like own well-being right so we don't sleep we don't eat we drink cold coffee all the time like all these kind of things and so yes it will make it worse but again why are we doing that right it's like and so I can tell you that if I tell moms like you have to be selfish it's it's the hardest thing to do because it feels utterly wrong it's like exactly the opposite even if i tell you yeah but you know if you're actually selfish and if you take care of yourself remember the glass if when your glass is full then you can't pour from an empty like you get that logically you you will get it but you're still going to walk away and you're not going to do it and it's because of your emotional coding the emotional coding that says i can do this by myself i don't need any support you know, all these sort of things. And so, and so that's why at the end of the, for me, it's like, why do we even get ourselves into the situation of not getting enough sleep, not eating, constantly believing we have to do it all. We, we have to do it all. We do believe that fundamentally. And I remember, I remember this when my daughter was born, she's the second child. She was the worst sleeper. And I tell you, I think one night I literally slept my husband because she woke up for the fifth time and I was so aggressive mm. and I was like, you know, in this kind of half-awake state and I just kind of went over it. like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Because it, but it, because I, I did not ask for help. I didn't. I could have actually been there and said, okay, you know what? You do one night, I do one night. Or I could have called my, there's always a solution, but I had the belief, no, I need to figure this out. I am her mom. I'm a terrible mom if I can get the child to sleep. And so those are these emotional codings that are actually unhealthy and they keep us going and going. And then we enter into this spiral, then we don't sleep enough. So it's being triggered even more and so on and so on. Wow. Yeah. Again, um, the coding, you know, why it. do, why do we think it. that we have to do it all or, you know, that we have to sacrifice everything? Like just very interesting to think about the, the beliefs that we become wired with, um, as we, we start out our journey in motherhood, uh, you know, from our past, from what we try to pull from the different areas, because you're right. Like we don't have a two-year training program for moms before. Wouldn't that be amazing, <laughs> you know, to, for moms to actually have more help and information um, before starting their journey as a mom. Um, but you know, it is those beliefs that fuel the way that we do things. So that's just very interesting yeah. to think about. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
So, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your coaching and, um, where they can find you to work with you and, uh, like, like what your process is with that. So you can find me pretty much on, uh, any social media on Instagram on, and on Facebook. Um, and also on my website, marlisudner.com. We have a whole bunch of programs, so you can kind of scroll your way, um, around, we're actually launching a new program coming up in, um, in July. So I don't have any links for that one, uh, yet, but yeah, just, you know, really reach out on, on social media, send me a message, uh, or, or check out our website. There's always ways to contact us. Okay. Um, that's awesome. And I, ladies will have all of her info in the show notes. So you can also click on that and be able to, um, access that. Um, but thank you so much for sharing your, um, expertise and kind of giving us a taste right there. Um, just even working with me about my house, um, of what kind of, what kind of freedom that us as moms can receive as, you know, we really dive into what that coding is, what the thoughts are and what is underneath the, you know, the big part of the iceberg. Um, so thank you so much for, for sharing your wisdom with that. I, that was, that was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really great. Yeah. So ladies, I hope they were able to get something from this. And if your curiosity is spiked and you are wanting to release some anger, kind of figure out what's in your mind, I'd highly recommend, um, going and checking out, uh, these programs and, you know, connecting with, um, Marlis so that you can have some freedom. And I, I really do feel lighter from that. So ladies, I'm, I'm just telling you, <laughs> if you struggle uh-huh. with it, go try it out. So, um, thank you so much again, and we'll see you next Tuesday on the mom training podcast.